Welcome to the Holistic Health Podcast, beautiful humans. If a professional, polished, well-edited podcast is what you're after, then move right on. If, however, you love unfiltered banter, unedited bloopers, authentic heart sharing, and a very generous dash of holistic health education, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in, shall we? Welcome back to the Holistic Health Podcast. As you can hear, this is Nat speaking, in case you don't recognize the difference between mine and Amy's voice yet. And I'm actually flying solo this episode. So at the time of recording this, um, we are going through the Northern Rivers and Queensland floods. And unfortunately, our lovely Amy is, well, she is safe, fortunately, but she is without power. So I thought I would jump in and do a bit of a solo episode um, because there's something that is coming up a lot lately Um, for me in different conversations I've been having with some of you behind the scenes, either in my Instagram DMs, via email, on some free uh, hormone assessment calls that I'm running. And I don't know, I just, I really feel like I need to just, we just need to have a conversation. Okay. So I guess What's been coming up for me a lot lately in these conversations with you is that I've been very much having, I guess, you know, discussions around hormones, hormonal imbalances, PMS, periods, how you experience those. And it has honestly blown my mind what some of you are putting up with. So I wanted to go through today five of the most common signs that your hormones are imbalanced and remind you that if you're experiencing any of these to please stop settling for this as being your normal because it absolutely does not have to be this way. So the first one I want to speak to is very common and it is actually a PMS symptom where you're feeling very irritable, snappy or short-tempered pre-period. And I very much noticed that this is normalized in our society. In fact, the other day I put up an Instagram story and, you know, admittedly there were some hilarious things that people had cried over, you know, snapped at someone over and, you know, while I'm I'm absolutely here for the lols, I'm here for the humor of that, I also want to make sure that we know that this is not normal. And some of the reasons why this can happen are because of imbalances in either estrogen or progesterone, or there is another situation where you can actually be having an exaggerated response to normal amounts of hormone in your body, particularly progesterone in that second half of your cycle. And that can create these more dramatic or exaggerated feelings of mood swings and um, mood changes pre-period. So that's the first one I just want to call out because I have to say that it's probably the most common one that's come up. The second one is that you feel super tired and lethargic the week before your period arrives, or sometimes this even happens for people, you know, two weeks before their period arrives. Regardless, if you were feeling super tired and lethargic, not just, oh, 
I might, I feel a subtle change in my energy, pretty normal, pretty normal to just feel a very subtle shift. But if you are on struggle street to get through your days, to get through your weekends, um, to get through life in that week before you get your period, then this is again a real red flag to you that something is off. And there can be many reasons for this in terms of it can circle back to what I mentioned before around some imbalances in progesterone and estrogen, a hyper-responsiveness to estrogen or progesterone, usually more commonly progesterone in that context. However, it also can very much be that you are not learning how to exercise, eat, and nourish yourself through your cycle. I think the mistake that a lot of you make, and myself included in this historically, is that you treat yourself like you are a linear being. You you have the same exercise schedule, the same amount of social time, the same amount of calendar fullness in the first half of your cycle as the second half of your cycle. And that's really not how we as females, as cyclical beings, cyclical magical beings, beings, lol, beings, magical beings too, if that if that just feels good for you. But beings is what I was meant to say there. And there is a way that you can actually harness different parts of your cycle so that you have more stable energy, more stable creativity, more stable motivation, more stable mood. And part of it is really understanding where you're at in your cycle and what different things need to perhaps change to support that. The third sign that your hormones may be out of balance is that you feel really low or flat or unmotivated, or some people describe it as like this depression that comes over you before your period. So you might otherwise feel like a pretty easygoing, upbeat, happy human that's optimistic and nothing. It takes a little bit to kind of get you down. And then all of a sudden pre-period, you feel like the, you know, your world is caving in yet. You don't, you can't look to your life and see anything that has significantly changed between this moment that you're feeling that big dark cloud and heaviness come over you or this sense of just wanting to withdraw from your life compared to you know, a couple of weeks prior when your life may have looked very much the same, but how you felt about it was significantly different. And again, like if this is happening to you, you need to do something about it. You need to investigate it further and don't settle for someone telling you that nothing is wrong. Because if you are experiencing that kind of cyclical mood change, then absolutely something is out of balance and there can and are things that you can do about it, I should say. The fourth one is that you get sore boobs or it seems like they grow like two cup sizes in the lead up to your period. And, you know, no one, it doesn't feel comfortable, right? I, I've i had both extremely small boobs when I had an eating disorder back many moons ago. And I also now have, I wouldn't say extraordinarily large boobs in, ca- in case anyone wanted to know my, my boobs and what they what they look like. But I would say I am bigger busted or on that bigger busted side. I certainly can't get away with just, you know, running 5K in a crop top. Y'all know that that's not going to happen. Um, anyway, the point of that was not to give you an insight into 
into what I choose to wear when I exercise, but to say that regardless of how big or little your breasts are, if you get fluid retention that makes you feel like your boobs have gone from you know, a B to a double D cup. That's not normal. That's very much an indication that something is off. And sometimes you might notice that they only swell significantly, but they aren't sore. But most of the time, I would say in my experience, if you're getting an increase in cup size that's that significant before your period, you're usually also experiencing a sense of having sore breasts. And again, this can be a number of different things that relate to both estrogen, progesterone, prolactin, which is another hormone that can be high and increase breast tenderness or fullness. Um, or, or as I mentioned earlier, you may look like you have normal hormones on a hormone blood test, which gosh, that's a can of worms to open in and of itself. But if you're experiencing these very cyclical hormonal in nature symptoms, then there may be a case in which you are hypersensitive, so like oversensitive to normal amounts of hormones running through your body. And again, there are things we can do about that. And then the fifth one, and this is by no means an exhaustive list. These are just the ones that have been coming up most in conversation with some of you, um, you know, in the last couple of weeks is that you get spotting the week before your period. So this is something that usually, not always, but usually if it's happening the week before your period, it can indicate that you are not producing enough progesterone. So what happens when that is the case is that if you're not producing enough progesterone, your lining starts to kind of, I guess, prematurely shed. Um, and that's where you start to notice that spotting. And the spotting itself is more of, yeah, the indication that you need some support making more progesterone. And progesterone, in case anyone isn't aware from previous episodes, is that hormone that, you know, is very calming. It makes us uh, be able to sleep. It is soothing to our bodies and to our minds. So if you're not making enough progesterone in that second half of your cycle, as indicated by some pre-period spotting, then you may also feel like you can't sleep. You might get some pre-period insomnia. You might feel overwhelmed a little bit as far as anxiety or feelings of anxiousness go before your period. And they can all be additional hints as well. And, you know, if you haven't already, actually, what I was going to say is make sure you go back and listen to the two podcast episodes that Amy and I did on um high estrogen and low progesterone. I can't remember the exact number. I'm feeling like it might've been episode two and three, maybe three and four, but it was definitely one of like in that kind of two to four range. So have a listen to that because I think that will provide a little bit more insight into what I'm referring to. I guess, you know, from here, my invitation is that if you are someone who experiences any of the, the above that I've just talked about, or you're someone who finds themselves regularly telling a story to your girlfriends that ends with, and then I got my period and I was like, oh, like that's why it makes sense. I am speaking to you. Okay. It's 
these 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 symptoms, these signs, these experiences are of course incredibly common and what makes it really difficult is a number of things. One is that you've only ever existed and experienced periods in your own body. So for you, this may have been your normal for a very long time and so it's very hard to identify that something is off if it's always been quote unquote off. The other difficult layer to this is that our society normalizes periods being a pain in the ass, PMS being normal. You know, there's there's a reason why the term crazy bitch and the term she's premenstrual and she's PMSing or I'm PMSing exist. And it's not because it's normal. It's because it's so common. And I really want to invite you into this idea that you can have an easier transition through your cycles. You can get to a point where you don't actually notice that your period is coming in a bad way, but it is more just a time that comes up each month and you learn to move through your cycle with more ease and grace and to really get on your own side as far as working with your hormones instead of against them goes. And the next layer to this is that it requires something of you. It requires you to recognize that you deserve to feel better than maybe you're currently feeling, that you deserve to invest in yourself, that that is available to you and that you don't actually have to be suffering 24-7 in a really debilitating way in order to justify investing in your health, whether that be from a time perspective, a money perspective, an energy perspective, because the reality is no one is going to reward you for what you can put up with. And it's not a badge of honor to suffer in silence. And I actually think that investing in your health and in yourself is far more courageous than what you can soldier on through or put up with. But it really does, for a lot of us, take getting uncomfortable in order to get more comfortable, if that makes sense. So that's the main thing I wanted to share with you today is is more to just share that conversation that I've been having with many of you behind the scenes and to, I don't know, maybe give you a permission slip to do something about it and to also let you know that if this, if you are listening to this at the time that it's being recorded, then you still have a couple of days to join us in Hormone Rescue if that sounds like something you are interested in doing. So for those of you who haven't heard me speak about Hormone Rescue before, it is my signature hormone balancing program that is designed to help you balance your hormones naturally and take back control of your cycle. And it is available to you regardless of at, you know, what age you are in terms of your menstruating age. So whether you are in your twenties, your thirties, your forties, as long as you are within that age range and you're getting a period, then this program is for you. It is also for people who don't currently have a period that is not induced by menopause, as in if you are in menopause, this program is not for you. But if you are not in menopause, but your period is missing, you can still do this program and we'll help you understand why it's missing and how to get it back. 
But some other examples or to just spell it out for you in terms of who hormone rescue is for, it's really for anyone who's experiencing PMS, who's experiencing common period problems or imbalances like PCOS, endometriosis, adenomyosis, infertility. Um, It's for those of you who are on the pill and want to know how to come off it or what your options are, or you're on the pill and you want to stay on the pill, but you also want to just get a little bit more educated about, you know, what the side effects are and how you could mitigate those to the best of your ability. We will also be talking through options for contraception and and really speaking to, you know, what is the whole story with them? What are the pros and cons of each of them? How effective are each of them to allow you to make an informed decision? And whether that's something you need right now or whether that's something that you need down the track, it's information that's going to serve you for, I would dare say, the rest of your menstruating life. If you're in the boat of, you know, you're trying to conceive, we will also be speaking to how to implement the foundations of preparing for a, for a pregnancy. Um, and, you know, the thing that's coming up a few times in different conversations with some of you is either oh, I don't want to get pregnant. Is this, is this program for me? Or I do want to get pregnant. Is this program for me? And what I would like to share to that is that it doesn't matter what you want to do with your balanced hormones, as in the process of balancing your hormones naturally helps you become free of PMS to experience better periods, to experience better health, better energy, better vitality, better mood, better balance, feeling better in yourself. Often it allows you to achieve a healthier weight loss or a weight goal, I should say, if that's something that's healthy and on your radar. Um, And it also allows you to get your body in a position that, you know, increases your fertility. So whatever you want to do with your balanced hormones is up to you. Hormone rescue is the process by which you get there. So I hope that clarifies that little bit of information for you. We currently have a small handful of spots left. There are options for one-to-one support via Hormone Rescue Plus if that is something that speaks to you and you want to dive a little bit deeper. You can check out the information for Hormone Rescue and also join us via my website, which is nataliekdouglas.com forward slash hormone dash rescue. If that sounds all too much to remember, then just go straight to the link in my Instagram bio and you can jump on over via there. If you have any questions before joining, please reach out, send me an Instagram DM, send me an email. I'm always so happy to connect with you guys and answer your questions and to really just genuinely connect you with the right person or container, program, package, etc. that's going to get you where you need to get to. If this is not for you, but you can think of a friend or a family member that may benefit, then I would so appreciate that you share this with them ASAP. We start the next round for Hormone Rescue on March 14th, which is in a couple of days or a few days time, I should say. So I'm going to wrap it up there. Amy will be back with me next week and I look forward to seeing and, well, not seeing because I won't see any of you, but being in all of your ear holes then. Um, What a way to end a podcast, right? Okay, guys, I will speak to you soon.